sit and join the shade. Hey, brother, pour the wine. Drink the drink that I have made. Hey, brother, pour the wine. Tell you why the day is sunny. I'm Good evening, my friends, and welcome to Drink in the Style, brought to you by Habitation Furnishing and Design, the District of Dinah, and this week, the American Society of Interior Design. I'm your host, Gregory Rich, and I'm going to help you kill your early evening with some booze and conversation. Tonight, we are joined by a very versatile player, designer, realtor, capital investor, Mr. Shane Spencer, principal at Spencer Design and CEO of Spencer Capital is with us. Shane, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. It's yeah, no, you've got lots to talk about. So we can go off in a bunch of different de- uh, directions, but uh, we'll probably focus a little bit on the design stuff because that's what we do. Yeah. And uh, and this is going to be awesome. And this is going to be awesome because lurking creepily in the corner <laughs> of the room, which is where he probably should be, is our good friend recently humbled after last week's cocktail debacle. Mr. Dan Newkirk is with us. How are you, Dan? I think recently humbled might be a bit of an exaggeration. However, Unicorn Kisses will not make a uh, repeat (laughs) appearance on the show. Just to pour salt (laughs) in the wound once again, just a reminder, if you missed last week's show, (laughs) Newkirk showed up with Unicorn Kisses Polar Seltzer Water to mix with vodka as if it's a cocktail. And he'll never, ever, ever be forgiven. Yeah, the, the remainder of the cans were still here from last week, untouched in the exact same spot I left them on the floor. So and that is the exact, the exact same spot. Same spot. Yeah. Dude, when you are on a progressive radio station <laughs> and they aren't taking the free soda water that you're leaving there, you yeah. know you've made a bad decision. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> no, it was it was it was it was it was terrible. It was probably the worst. But we did drink all of the vodka. We did. We, so, did, we did 86 of the vodka that day. Yeah, yeah, 100%. So so this week, however, this week, you, you're doing one of my favorite things that you do, and you are completely back on game. So tell us what we're drinking. So we're sipping Mezcal today. Uh, Greg actually picked up the bottle today. It's a uh, Sacrificio. Uh, it's an agave uh, Mezcal, which, as you've known in the past episodes, that uh, the it's aged from a minimum of three months to a maximum of one year. That represents the uh, uh, Reposado field. Uh, now, just as a curiosity, mezcal versus tequila, because a lot of people don't know mezcal. Yep. It's essentially an agave-based liqueur from a different region? Correct. Okay. So it's kind of the same as tequila. Not at all. Okay. Tell me more. So it's got about 200 different species, uh, and it's got to come from the same region. The thing is, is how they cook it. So when the pina is cooked... Uh, for tequila, and it's a different uh, different uh, form of agave. It's it's put into. Uh, I mean, there's a whole process to it, but they're basically just cooking them and roasting them down. Whereas with the uh, the, the mezcal, uh, they're gonna roast the living shite out of it uh, to the point where that's where it brings on some of those more smoky characteristics. Uh, of course, there's some there's some more things to it uh, down the rabbit hole, but re- regional is how you uh, classify any agave based spirit. Okay, so mezcal region from Oaxaca, Oaxaca, which I'll I'll be visiting there very shortly. Oh, really? You going so down be... for a Cuervo uh, visit or just no, uh, no, another for tour? For a month to hang out, yeah. Must be nice. Yeah. Must be nice. That's what happens when uh, you don't make babies with with other people, and uh, you know, it's good. <laughs> He's a good. I'm a free man. Fair enough. All right, yeah. but. 
So just just to kind of sidebar something real quick. Yeah. Uh, so this morning kind of started off on a weird thing, and I sent a few of my friends a, a message, and the message was, "I'm going to be a dad." Dot dot dot. So given for me, like that's kind of a big deal. I'm not that type. Uh, so given everybody's response, it was fun. And I sent them back a picture of my fish tank. So I'm, I'm becoming a fish dad, but I had a really good fun with it. You got a scale baby? Uh, well, not yet, but here's the thing. So uh, I had the trick played on me cause I had it for a week. I had to acclimate the water. Uh, I woke up this, cause I got the fish last night. Okay. I woke up this morning. Uh, there it is. Dead fish in the water. I was like, oh, oh, crap. But here's the thing. Baby. I, I think she died giving birth because I got four baby fish floating around. <gasps> are so, you serious? Yeah, it was a, mo- a roller coaster of emotions today. Oh, wow. So hopefully when I get home, the rest of them are still alive. But wait. All right. First, fish lay eggs. Okay. So the eggs were there. Why would she die and then suddenly the f- eggs hatch? Here's the thing. So last night, I, I literally picked them up yesterday. And I transported them in my tank yesterday, and there was only the six fish that I'd picked out. Okay. I put them in my water tank, and less than 12 hours later, one fish dead, four fish floating around, four baby fish. So, I mean, there's no other way, there's no other place it could have came from. What kind of fish are we talking about? I mean, fish that float in freshwater tanks. Like goldfish? No, no, no. I got middle of the roads. Like, I, I didn't get any um, any betas or anything. Nobody's going to die. Like, huh. you know, there, there was no aggressive fish. No, all right. I once tried to do a beta fish fight club. Turns out their reputation is over uh, completely exaggerated. They aren't that aggressive. <laughs> they actually, at least not pay-per-view ready. One just actually just irritated the crap out of the other one for like 30 minutes. It was the worst party ever. <laughs> All right. All right. Now that uh, PETA has got me down on their list. Although, frankly, beta fish fight club was a great idea. I thought it was very exciting. Uh, let's hit some mixing music, which is going to be brief because there's not a lot of mixing. And Newkirk, tell us what we're drinking. So we're sipping on the mezcal, but one of the cool things we've done, it's a traditional backing for any agave-based spirit out of Mexico called sangrita. Not to be confused with sangria because there are zero grapes in the making of this. It is a tomato base, so the acidity is high. Uh, I eased on the tomatoes a little bit, uh, and I juiced red bell peppers, shallots, um, celery, carrots, and then put a menagerie of spices in. I did juice a little fresh cucumber, and uh, we're drinking out of cucumber cups, which got to be the, the darndest thing I've done in a while. And uh, pick it's, you up if you want to get cool with it. It's brilliant. Uh, I, I, I would say I'm going to put it on the site so you can check it out. But basically, you just took a cucumber, cut it in half, flattened the bottom with a slice so it sits up, hollowed it out mostly, and poured in this amazing sangria. Yeah. yeah it's awesome. Oh, and, and pomegranate and orange juice, very, very important ingredients to do it as well. All right. So the concept is that we're sipping our mezcal and then we are chasing it with a little bit of the uh, of the sangrita in the cucumber cup. Yeah, it, it's more for people that don't really care for some of the flavor profiles of, of, of certain mezcals. And certain mezcals can really punch you in the face. Uh, it's just an easy chaser, essentially, but like it, it pairs really well with all the earth tones and the fresh veggies. It's freaking, it's it's absolutely awesome. And yeah. we're going to put this one in the 2020 compendium. The last time so I good. made some, we didn't do it on the show, and I left it at the, the district, and you drank it all. Which is great, because I'm glad I went to a good home. Dude, I had tons of people come over, and if I may say so, when I introduced them to them, my line was, may I put something extraordinary in your mouth? And after the shock wore off, I gave them the sangrita, <laughs> and they were totally happy. Right, right that's appropriate. Oh, uh, thank you. I yeah. think so too. All right, so there it is. So it's basically we've poured a shot. We're going to do a little sip of the mezcal, and then we're going to chase it with the sangrita. So, gentlemen, All right. to your health. <laughs> mm-hmm.
It's delicious. It is so good. The spiciness <clears> of the <throat> sangrita, although this isn't quite as spicy as the last one. The was. shallots are really mild. Yeah, but it is it is is so good, folks. So, another little known fact is that uh, on LinkedIn, if you follow Habitation Furnishing and Design, we put all these cocktails with the recipes. Mm-hmm. You can pick that up at the end of the week, which is kind of cool. But I want to ask really quick. We're going to run a little late on this uh, on this uh, Brett, but it's too good a random question not to ask because I got to say, when I was preparing the show, checking out Shane's site, Shane's got a bunch of headshots, and I got to say, man. I got pretty good hair. You have freaking amazing hair. It's like it's perfect and uh, and just 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 a delight sitting on top of your head. Well, thanks. <laughs> and it inspired this semi-random question. Are you ready? Sure. All right. If you had to choose, Shane Spencer, which would you live with, a mullet or a comb over? Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you have to choose the mullet because it's in the front part, in the back. At least it's intentional, right? I mean, I don't. Know. I mean, I would fix it, but you couldn't fix it. This is the rest of your life. Okay. The Lord God comes down and He says, now, "Thou shalt have a mullet or a comb over." <laughs> Which do you have? I mean, it has to be a mullet. Seriously, yeah. really, you're going with I the mean, mullet? I have to because I just can't even comment on the other one. I mean, <laughs> you can, I mean uh, anybody with a mullet today—they're like. They think they're cool, right? Well, and they're coming <laughs> they're back, actually. To their own they're coming back. In that world they're of, coming like, back. that they live yeah. in. So, hey, why not? All right. So you're Just a mullet man. Just drink a lot of mezcal. All right. So do you want the mullet or the 45? <laughs> what are you going to do, Newkirk? Uh, you live in a mullet? Way. Really? Yeah, Proud. Somebody, somebody ruined the comb over altogether. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Brett, I want you to chime Nobody in. Nobody looks cool with a comb over. <laughs> no, so. It can't be done? No, no. It's it, got to be a mullet. I mean, you can pull off a mullet uh, in so many respects. Yeah, you got to Yeah, business in the front, party in the back. I like to party. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Well, now we've got the resolution on the issue. There's universal consensus. There's no lower. You can't sink any lower than a comb over is what you're telling me. Is that right? Pretty much. <laughs> Without going further. Right. All right. That's a great uh, That's a great end to this segment. We're going to take a quick break. You're listening to Drink in the Style right here on the Progressive Voice of Minnesota AM 950. Stick around because we're drinking mezcal and we're going to be loaded by segment two. of quiet stars, quiet chords from my guitar. This is Dr. Sarah Brewer and Dr. LaShonda Jung from Roots Chiropractic. We all want a higher quality of life, but making that happen can be difficult. At Roots Chiropractic, we specialize in light touch specific neurological adjustments to support your body's natural ability to heal. From birth trauma to everyday bumps and falls and life's daily stresses, at Roots we offer natural drug-free solutions to keep every baby, child, parent, and grandparent thriving. Are you ready to restore your energy and achieve overall health? We are located off of Minnetonka Boulevard in St. Louis Park. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram or on the web at rootschiropracticmn.com. Book your first appointment online today. Mention that you're an AM 950 listener and receive the VIP discount of 50% off your initial exam. Roots Chiropractic, located in the Texatonka Plaza in St. Louis Park. Roots Chiropractic. 
empower your life and health. These days, our home is the center of our world. This is Gregory Rich, founder of Habitation Furnishing and Design and host of Drink in the Style right here on AM 950. If we're all going to be spending a lot more time at home, doesn't it make sense to make your space the most attractive and most functional space it can be? At Habitation, my experienced, degreed interior design staff can help you select the perfect furnishings for your home and your lifestyle. Furniture is more than one size fits all, and there's more to making a room work than a couple of chairs and a sofa. Whether it's a modular sectional carefully selected to maximize your living room, or the perfect bed, dresser, and nightstand combination to create your dream bedroom, Habitation can help you achieve the space you've always wanted. So check us out online at HabitationDesign.com or schedule an appointment at our Adina showroom. Habitation Furnishing and Design. Make your home exceptional. Whenever skies look gray to me And trouble begins to brew Whenever the winter winds Welcome back to Drink in the Style. I'm your host, Gregory Rich, and my guest is designer and extraordinary capitalist, Shane Spencer. <laughs> wow. By the way, Brett, do you like when I do my whole welcome back on the intro? Yeah, I kind of like that. Yeah, yeah. Do you? Is it? Smooth going back in. Yeah. You can't just burst in on a Sinatra tune. No, you can't. Yeah, you can't just go in. And that was so and so. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. You've been doing that same intro since I did the show for you for over the last year, and now you're asking if we give a shite. Are you talking about the original <laughs> intro? The, no, it's just how you're always like, welcome. Welcome. Back. It yeah. is. It is. But I can't not do it. You gotta. You don't just well, jump Sinatra. into you traffic. Yeah, you, you gotta merge into the traffic. Yeah, Shane, do you agree? Yep. Yep. Agreed. I actually had somebody tell me the other day that uh, apparently in elementary school, when I used to drop my kids off. They used to watch me pull out into traffic, and they used the term I used to peel out into traffic from the elementary school drop-off. When, in fact, all I was doing was I will immediately try to achieve cruising speed once I hit that lane. Why do I get the feeling that your kids were still trying to get out of the car while your wheels were still moving? (laughs) (laughs) Tuck and roll, Avery. Tuck and roll. Remember, nothing teaches independence as well as neglect. Parenting advice from Gregory Rich. Enjoy it. They both turned out well. All right. So let's uh, let's do some radio show. Um, Shane, you do a lot of different things. You've got the real estate. You've got the design. You've got the investment aspect as well. How do you see your roles fitting together? Because it's an unusual combination. Well, it's a semi-unusual combination. Yeah. Well, you know, for me um – I see them connected. You know, it makes sense to me. And I think that's what anybody should do is, you know, find things that they're passionate about and that you develop this skill in. And if it all makes sense to you, you can develop something for yourself that, you know, is pretty cool. So I, um, you know, I started young. I was super interested in design and architecture And I kind of kept going with that world. And along the way, I made really good friends who are now my best friends. And one of them is 
tons of experience, a very successful real estate agent. Another one has tons of investors and does multi-unit development and single family homes. And the combination of us three over the years, we've all just kind of taught each other about our strengths and we've all learned from each other. And we jumped in and we're working together on a couple big projects that are on my site. But that was a few years ago and they were, um, they were probably the best experiences I've had in probably the last decade. So it's been a, it's been a blast. And um, I mean, it's what we all should do if we find things that we are passionate about. If Agreed. you can make a career out of it, you've found one of the keys to a fulfilled life, I think. That's what I believe. I, <laughs> I got into furniture when I came up with a list of three things that I really enjoy. And those three <laughs> things, you've heard the story before. See, no, yeah, no kidding. The, the three things were uh, uh, shop, uh, uh, traveling, buying things, and drinking. <laughs> well, that's a common denominator. I feel <laughs> right? Like exactly. <laughs> so the traveling and the buying things came in to import. And it just so happened that furniture yeah. was what I wound up importing. But it took me 15 years to come up with drink in the style where I could integrate drinking into my actual <laughs> vocation. So you're right. It's it, a journey. It's yeah. a road. It you is. Know? It completely yeah. is. Um, all right. So those are the, 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 the components. Let's talk about design. I know a bit about your approach. And uh, uh, by the way, it is really interesting. I mean, it's, it's exceptional. And, and your site has some great information on it. And SpencerDesign.com? SpencerDesignAssociates.com. Yep. Associates. To, uh, yep. We'll plug it at the end as well. But, you know, it, it seems as though you've got kind of a two-prong strategy to interior design. And the first is the space itself. The second is the client. Am I correct in my interpretation first? Yeah. All right. So tell me what you look at when, or, or what your general philosophy is relative to a given space. Spaces. Well, you know, I always start with the architecture, and I think you have to do that. Mm -hmm. You know, everybody has their own process, but for me, the architecture is critical. You have to understand the space and what you're working with and also respect it because at the end of the day, rooms will tell you what they want. Mm -hmm. Spaces will live the way they want to live. And, um, you know, those details that you can see and you take in when you're looking at a space, the material use and the interplay between, you know, they really inform for me how I can make that space and how it's existing today into something more beautiful and honestly more perfect for that, per that client, you know, mm. for their home. I think, um, so that's how I look at architecture of a space. So you, you ask it what it necessarily wants, totally. right? Totally. But what about fighting it? Can you, <laughs> can you fight what a space wants to be? Can you do, say, a modern design in a classic or a colonial style house? Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't want to sound sort of well. We've seen it, right? <laughs> I mean, a lot try, many try. And, you know, but I'm going to be positive because it's, you can be very successful at this, but mm -hmm. it's a craft. You have mm -hmm. to develop it, and it's a skill, and you have to really be willing to embrace the different periods. Mm -hmm. But that starts with an education. You have to be educated in these different styles of architecture, of design, in order to understand um, the details and the interplay between the material use and you know how things were made and the mm -hmm. line, the quality of the line of those pieces. And then as you start to layer, because if you develop those skills, you can start to layer and create really dynamic, interesting spaces. Mm -hmm. That craft, you know, when you see, when I look at, you know, you see magazine covers in design publications. 
those rooms are successful because they, if you look deep enough in them, you see this this mix mixology Ooh. of yeah. He prefers cocktailogy, but it's okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. But you see that mix going on, and that's why they're successful because they speak to not only the person that's reading them, but they're drawn that's living there. But you're drawn into the room because, you know, if you don't quite know to put your finger on, but we may now, um, that's the reason because they're so interesting and you see the layers and the importance of the different historical periods and pieces that are used. I mean, there's consistency in any human endeavor, right? Totally. Everything has a certain common baseline, which is things that we look for. You know, some of it is symmetry. Some of it is is development of, of color interplay. But there are constants in their basics. So whether you're looking at, say, a Cape Cod or a colonial or a modern contemporary type of house, there's still certain things that are necessarily going to be true throughout all three, right? Yes, yes. That goes back to respecting the architecture of the space that you're in mm -hmm. and then bringing into it the soul that is the person living there mm -hmm. and their own things that they love and mixing it all together. And, and that is critical, yeah. right? Because yeah. it is about the person. I mean, yes, you need to Absolutely. talk to the space, but you're working for the person and it's the person who's going to make the interpretation of whether you were successful on this project and whether they're happy in the space, right? Yep. Fair yep. enough. So bottom line is... Yeah, no, you can't drop in modern furniture to a colonial house without understanding how to adapt to that space. And, and how to play. bridge the styles and bring them together. Beautiful. Yep. All right. We're going to take another quick break, ladies and gentlemen. When we come back, we're going to talk about how Shane kind of psychoanalyzes and helps people find out what their <laughs> style is. This is Drinking the Style. Stick around. Fortunate man, you have done. How's your back? This is Gregory Rich from Habitation Furnishing and Design and host of Drink in the Style. If you've been working from home, you may be noticing the shortcomings of that one-size-fits-all desk chair that you bought at Office Warehouse. So I'd like to invite you to check out the most durable, most supportive, and most productivity-inspiring line of office chairs that I know of, the X-Chair. Dozens of settings ensure a perfect fit, so you can focus on your work and not your butt. Seriously, the seat moves forward and backward, the entire back moves higher or lower, the self-adjusting lumbar support provides the perfect level of resistance, and you can only experience the X-Chair in person at Habitation. So if you're ready to upgrade your homework environment, come check out the X-Chair. Habitation Furnishing and Design, 7777 Washington Avenue South in Edina, and online at habitationdesign.com. Again, habitationdesign.com. This is Gregory Rich from Habitation Furnishing and Design and Drink in the Style. You may not realize it, but a trained, skilled interior designer cannot just beautify your space. They can functionify it as well. I don't know if that's a word, but it is a thing. So why not check out HabitationDesign.com and see if it looks like we're right for you. If it does, give us a call and let's schedule an appointment, in person or virtually, to make your home exceptional. HabitationDesign.com Here how they linger 
Bubbles, bangles, bright, shiny bees Sparkles, spangles, her heart will sing, sing a linger Welcome Wearing back to Drink in the Style. See, I tried to break in without any kind of cruise in. But I, still I know, it actually caught of, me by surprise. Oh, I got to actually... I know, it's the mescal. <laughs> you got to do smooth intro. Yeah. I only can blame it on that. Too. You're probably right. I have a little get-together. I'm imbibing, by the way. Uh, I'm making um, pineapple uh, vessels for beverages. I felt like I should have one in my hand during that song. Agreed. Well, on a cruise ship. A singles-only cruise ship, because I'm still getting late. <laughs> hey, that's totally appropriate for there. I, just, I know. I know. It just kind of made me sad. Oh, you don't get to get laid on cruise ships? It's not a family-friendly radio show. Are you seriously going on a cruise ship in this day and age? No, I'm not going on a cruise ship, right. bro. Are you yeah. kidding me? I'm saying I, I feel that. like I should be on one. Oh, uh, agreed. Agreed. Get yes, 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 yes. Well, actually, God, what a great freaking intro into my musical <laughs> notes, because this is the type of thing we're talking about. But you do. You do. You want to. So yeah. he did Bubbles, Bubbles, and Beads. Say that again. Bubbles, Bubbles, and Beads. <laughs> okay. By the way, didn't I have the best freaking grass rating last week? The grass was pretty on point. Yeah. The grass was totally on point. Did you catch it? Shame. Uh, uh, grass? Which grass are we referring to? <laughs> the yeah. Gregory Rich album acquisition <laughs> scale. What were you thinking? Yep. <sighs> Which is what we're going to do right now. So we're going to do our evaluation, our, our, our interpretation of tonight's musical notes. Are you ready? Yeah. Give me the grass. I'll give you the grass, baby. Francis Albert Sinatra and Antonio Carlos Jobim. Wow, that came up beautifully. Here we go. I have to believe that for a particular type of American, the 1960s must have been an amazing time to be an adult. World War II was 20 years in the past, long enough to have perspective, but not so long that uh, you've forgotten about it. It was an age of cocktail parties and pool parties and tailored suits and cat clothes. It was also an age of optimism and internationalism. Americans were flying around the globe for the first time in large numbers, and we found some really cool stuff. European modernism and Asian minimalism both found homes in America, and as our surroundings expanded, we started to find new sounds that fit our new lifestyles. One of them was bossa nova, a Brazilian blend of samba and jazz and swing. Now, I can't really tell you if Sinatra was at the front end of this uh, uh, movement or if he was just coming along for the ride. But in 1967, Reprise released Francis Albert Sinatra and Antonio Carlos Jobim, an album that was really exper- uh, an experiential tour of the freedoms of the 1960s. It can be a little slow in parts, I admit, but it's also fantastic background music when you're sipping your cocktail and enjoying some charming conversation with a redhead you ran into. It makes you feel cool, and isn't that kind of what it's all about? On a grass scale, Gregory Rich album acquisition scale... I can't say scale because it's duplicate. This is a little tough since it's not your usual Sinatra album. But I've decided to give it 17 and a half out of 20 bunnies at the Playboy Club. 
that's pretty freaking solid. That might have been the sexiest rating I've ever given. I know. I got into it, didn't I? Yeah. You ever see Wayne's World? Mm-hmm. It definitely had a swing scenario. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just did that. I just did that. Brett, you're the most experienced radio guy amongst us. How was that reading? Was it solid? I liked last week's, but yes, this week's was great. Yeah, I mean, you can't pass that up. 17 and a half Playboy bunnies out of 20. Right? Mm-hmm. Swing. Yeah. yeah. Swing. Swing, yeah. <laughs> Wayne's World Callback, yeah. All right. So Bossa Nova, thumbs up. Awesome album. It's... It's cool. It's cool. I'm going to blast it next summer on the uh, on the boat. I am. I've spoken. <laughs> All right, Shane. <laughs> Bail me out, brother. <laughs> we were just talking about spaces. Let's talk about people. Let's imagine a person doesn't really have a sense of what they want. This is most people. We're designers. You're a designer. I'm just a business owner. I'm a humble shopkeep. You're a designer. How do you help people understand what their style is? Well, um, let's talk about that. I feel like uh, we need some cocktails. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're no. right. We were talking so, about that off, off, off segment. Right now. <laughs> Where we... You need to break down some of the walls, right? For sure. First of all, sure. so that's where your takeaway. What you're saying is make sure you drink with your designer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. Agreed. I mean, you've got to break the walls down. Otherwise, they're going to be like in there. And I keep going in and out of the microphone. But um, – You've got to break the walls because people need to get comfortable to really tell you what they want. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I uh, one of the things that is super important is you need to understand how to document how you live mm-hmm. because that's the first level of understanding. And one of, the, one of the big things I talk to people about, especially when they hire me, if they've just moved into a new home, like one of my current clients that I just met with earlier, um, is you can't rush. This process is not a rush process because it's important to live in your home, understand how you're going to live in it Mm -hmm. and what it needs and what you need from it. So that's kind of the first thing. And then the second thing we talk about is really defining your keywords. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And it's funny, but you have to understand your priorities, but then also navigate through this filter that can become your keywords when you're thinking about your space and what you need and what you want to add. You cannot communicate your ideas unless you have a common vocabulary. Correct. Correct. You need to. Correct. Politics, if I'm arguing politics, the first thing I do is define terms. Tell me what you mean by this, 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 and this, and then we can talk about it. The same is true in design. Yeah. We all communicate differently. Mm-hmm. Our communication styles, every, the three of us sitting here, they're all different. Mm-hmm. You have to find that common language. Mm-hmm. Mine is generally slurry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm in through the mezcal. <laughs> polished off most. That's a key. And, and, you know, the next thing I think about and I talk with them about is analyzing the things that you love. So is there something that you have that you really love? And if that's true then what is it about that? What is it that you love about that? And it will help you define um, parts and pieces that can formulate that point of view. Um, You know, we all have friends' houses that we love. Mm -hmm. So that's a big thing. If you go to a friend's house and you're super comfortable there and you love how you feel in that space, that's a big key to take note of. Great. Because there are there are things there that you need to take note that you could bring into your life. There's a reason why you feel that way. So how do you convey that? How do you make you as the designer I have engaged understand what I want relative to my friend's house? Take pictures, I guess. 
Yeah, I mean, you've gotta, you've gotta, um, you've gotta be able to um, document it mm-hmm. and take. You, you can take pictures, although most people don't really like that. I know, right? Um, but uh, you can define it, and that's part of our dialogue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I always find that whenever I'm at a friend's house, or you know, even like his house, he, his house is beautiful. You know, he owns a design firm, and he's got all the knickknacks and all the fun things. I don't ever feel comfortable until I'm actually able to use somebody's uh, laboratory, essentially. You know, like, I'm going to go to the bathroom. And I'm going to, the bathroom is probably the place I judge people the most in. Like cleanliness, uh, but like bathrooms, a lot of times places people forget to actually step it up a notch. You know, whether they've uh, accented their their sink or or even the walls, like the color of the walls makes such a difference. Uh, whether you're going number one, two, or three, like it's just it's important to have the the ambiance. And the bathroom was one of the most forgotten about places. Shane, what do you read on bathrooms? Bathrooms can be <laughs> the place to really go hog wild. They're a super big opportunity to create a unique space. Right. Right. It's it's you don't have to be so you don't have to feel like I can't take risks. Mm-hmm. Although I believe taking risks and leading taking those risks can lead to some of your biggest successes with Agreed. the space. Um, but they're super fun little spaces. Right? It's actually, I'm ashamed of my, ba- I'm not ashamed of my bathroom. My bathroom is an underutilized space on the main floor. Yeah. Um, because it's, it's, th- there's so much you can do. It's like this tiny microcosm of going wild and creating something awe-inspiring. Like right? even when I go to a restaurant, I judge them by their bathrooms. And not a lot of places put a lot of TLC into their bathrooms. They no. forget. Yeah. They forget the and, and it's like that. The, you know, like that's that's the whole point. Like people will come back or people won't come back due to the cleanliness of one said bathroom. Seventy yeah. percent of women surveyed indicated that they would make buying decisions at a retail location based on the bathroom. See, and I I have no idea of those facts. That's how I feel, mm-hmm. and I don't think I identify with that demographic. It's why well, it's not getting to the potty squatty and all. We're not going down this path again. No, but uh, but it's true. It's it's it, it's a zone that you can run creatively through, and because it's controlled, it's small, it's interesting without like making a huge investment. Do you do a lot of work in the bathroom, Shane? <laughs> um. <laughs> no, you're not. I've done a few bathrooms. <laughs> Um, I, I mean, <laughs> we were start, we started Caught, out so you know well. You know what's really you know okay fascinating fact are we? Oh, we do have we're take running quick out break. of time. Wait, that's we got to talk that, about color and hue because when you're in a bathroom, fabulous. you can look terrible or look great. Oh God! All right, so important. <laughs> All right. I swear to God, when we come back in the next segment, we're starting out with bathrooms and hues. Those are the key words. So seriously, freshen your drink and join me back here because we're going to learn everything you need to know about the powder room. Quiet dreams, quiet walks by quiet streams. This is Dr. Sarah Brewer and Dr. LaShonda Jung from Roots Chiropractic. We all want a higher quality of life, but making that happen can be difficult. At Roots Chiropractic, we specialize in light touch specific neurological adjustments to support your body's natural ability to heal. From birth trauma to everyday bumps and falls and life's daily stresses, at Roots we offer natural drug-free solutions to keep every baby, child, parent, and grandparent thriving. Are you ready to restore your energy and achieve overall health? 
We are located off of Minnetonka Boulevard in St. Louis Park. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram or on the web at rootschiropracticmn.com. Book your first appointment online today. Mention that you're an AM950 listener and receive the VIP discount of 50% off your initial exam. Roots Chiropractic, located in the Texatonka Plaza in St. Louis Park. Roots Chiropractic, empower your life and health. How's your back? This is Gregory Rich from Habitation Furnishing and Design and host of Drink in the Style. If you've been working from home, you may be noticing the shortcomings of that one-size-fits-all desk chair that you bought at Office Warehouse. So I'd like to invite you to check out the most durable, most supportive, and most productivity-inspiring line of office chairs that I know of, the X-Chair. Dozens of settings ensure a perfect fit, so you can focus on your work and not your butt. Seriously, the seat moves forward and backward, the entire back moves higher or lower, the self-adjusting lumbar support provides the perfect level of resistance, and you can only experience the X-Chair in person at Habitation. So if you're ready to upgrade your homework environment, come check out the X-Chair. Habitation Furnishing and Design, 7777 Washington Avenue South in Edina, and online at habitationdesign.com. Again, habitationdesign.com. She passes, each one she passes goes ah. When she walks, she's like Welcome back to Drink in the Style. <laughs> was, that a great, was that a good one? That was top good. notch. Was much better, yes. <laughs> Thank and you. And a great intro song. <laughs> yeah, no, it's an amazing song, yeah. isn't it? I love that song. <laughs> We are speaking with Shane Spencer from Spencer Design. We left a cliffhanger regarding bathrooms, <laughs> a subject near and dear to Dan Newkirk's heart. Because you know what? Bathrooms are cool. Bathrooms are a chance to run amok. Shane, tell me your philosophy on bathrooms. Philosophy. Oh, God. Well, uh, simple. Hmm. Uh, they need to be done well so you look your best. Okay. Okay. <laughs> We're all going to need precise lighting in a few years so we can like, <laughs> look at ourselves in the mirror and feel good. <laughs> hey, might I suggest I top mean... <laughs> light, no low light, because nobody needs to see those bags, all right? Uh, top light's the worst. Really? The shadows the on your bags? face are terrible. You need light right gun. at your face so that oh, they, the if bulbs. you have lines or the, the bulbs. Else, yeah. yeah. Well, not that. Well, not the bulbs, essentially. Not but that. I, not I, those makeup <laughs> lights. All right. Do you remember the old makeup lights from the 70s? Yes. I My mother had one, and you would, like, slide it back and forth evening to day. And, and ogle. That's advanced. Yes. Oh, well, she was the booty 70s. like that. <laughs> but the last name was Rich. <laughs> or Siliano. <laughs> um, would, would run through, but the lighting is key. The Absolutely. bathroom lighting is key, but you can also throw in style. You can also literally, we talked about coming out with what your particular style is. The bathroom is a tiny enclosed place where people almost spend judgment, right? So you can go in and you can do whatever you want in that, in that area. It's really, it's really such a special place that mm. you can start to, you can play 
mm-hmm. with materials and metals. And when you bring in the lighting and the color hues of the wall, hue of color is so important. Mm. It's critical. Any- I mean, we've all seen terribly done colors in rooms. Mm-hmm. I mean, look online. But if it's done right, you will look fantastic. True and or false? Anybody who walks in. Green is the worst imaginable color in a bathroom. In a bathroom, yes. <laughs> My opinion. Nothing on the wall should match what goes in the bowl. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Why did I look at you? Well, I should have looked away. Just saying, man. All right. 86 green in the bathrooms hurts. So you can play great. You can do great stuff in the bathroom. You can make cool. It has space. to be a backdrop for you because mm-hmm. you want to look. You want to feel good in a bathroom. Mm-hmm. So color, lighting, all those pieces and choices of materials. They have to be able to be a backdrop to you. Hmm. You're almost setting up, I mean, imagine it as almost like a, uh, what do you call it, like an Instagram background. You have to <laughs> worry sure. about the color on the front. <laughs> and you got to worry about the background in the back. And that's where you can really run amok. Yep. Agreed. All right. Yeah. I'm going to ask you a question in a second. But before I do, because I always forget to ask, well, I don't. I often forget to ask people for solid plugs. You're an ex- you are an exceptional designer. You do great work. You're a competitor of mine at Habitation, but the most important thing is hiring a good designer, somebody you connect with, somebody who understands your style and makes your life better as a result of what they do. Therefore, I'm happy to offer you a chance to plug yourself <laughs> on drinking the style. How do people check out your work? Um, okay. So, well, I have um, I have three websites and I also have Instagram pages that I actually have a lot of fun with. Mm-hmm. I find Instagram super fun. Um, my Insta is Shane Spencer Design. Um, my other page links are on the profile section of that, so check that out. Um, on the web, you can find me, again, SpencerDesignAssociates.com. I'm on House. Um, I have a little bit of information on ShaneSpencer.com. And then CityDwellingsMN.com. Fabulous. Yeah. And by the way, which of the social media platforms do you find most people are contacting you through? Um, house. It's honestly. house, right? Totally. I know. Totally. It's a and good solid it's platform. it's blown up in the last month and what's, a half. What's the name of this? Month and a half, really? Yes. House, H-A-U-S? H-O-U-Z-Z. And house. What, yes. what kind of social media platform is that main, mainly focusing on? Like design and... People, they have an incredible platform to okay. go in for inspiration. They have shopping and products, of course. Okay. But their inspiration section and then pros. So... The design industry, any type of – all the different industries that kind of circle around the design industry, they have. Oh. And you can search for pros in your area, and you can see examples of their work, and you get, can get to know them and who they are, and you contact them. Mm-hmm. And that's how it – that's really how it's happening. I've got some really cool people that I'm working with now. Yeah. No, I mean, it's a great site. If you guys don't know how's, you can go on, you can take a look at all, I mean, everything from designers, projects, to individual pieces, to suppliers, arrays. It's a nice tool for kind of honing in on what you want, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's an honest platform Mm -hmm. because in my work, I tag the materials and the vendors that I get things for from, and I have no problem doing that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's not like you're looking through Architectural Digest, mm-hmm. and then you have to go to the back section and find out, and most of the items are not accessible mm-hmm. to, you know, the every person. Or it's hard for them to find where it's from, and I, you know, I love that I can share and teach about what I do because it's what I love. Mm-hmm. 
Good for you. I mean, it's true. I mean, it's 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 one of those tools that's out there that never had been before. By the way, a quick uh, shout out. Remember when we had Mortar on? We won? Yeah, of course. Um, which is kind of like the commercial version of House. It's a chance for commercial uh, businesses to take a look at the projects and the work. That's, that's awesome. Now, you, have a, you are being featured in a book coming out, correct? Hardcover. Some kind of... 19th century (laughs) edition of something. Tell me about this. I mean, I love books. I I have a huge collection of art books. I'm an historian, brother. I love when we have guests Um, on that can read. That's like, that is one of my primary inspiration places to just go, to be at home and go through my library of design books. But yes, I'm super excited. First time I'm ever going to be included in a design book. And it's like, I'm right. I'm filled with gratitude. This publisher found me. The authors found me, and my work well, that's, on house. That, that's that's an attribute, of, attribution to like when when you finally get to a certain point, you don't have to start looking for it. It finds you. So that, that's kind of an accolade for your career. I would say. Thank you. Yeah. I don't think like that at all. Well, that, that's the fact. That's, those <laughs> are facts. Yeah. When you get um, an actual call from somebody in the industry or something associated, yes, kind of means reach you made out. it. You know. I will always be working, and you oh, know, of course, my of best work is the last project. That's my point of view. Yeah, um, but uh, it's super cool. It's I can't tell you the name of it. <laughs> Why not? Well, I got a little confidentiality thing, oh, but great. it's coming up before Christmas. And what I really like about this is they're featuring. Well, I'm thankful because they're featuring a number of my projects, but they're organizing the book instead of this home and about this home and this project and this. Pro- they're organizing it by living space. So I see this as a super cool resource for industry and non-industry people. And, you know, it's, it's going to be filled with inspired interiors. And it's a, a myriad of really good designers all over the country and names you may not have heard of. And I think it's super cool. It's going to be on every, like, major bookseller and... I mean, it's going to be my Christmas gifts to everybody. If, if you're going to spike in bathrooms after this show, uh, I have a drink, super drink cool bathroom. Drinking the high five. There is a super cool bathroom I did that's going to be in the book. Nice. Seriously? Yeah. Nice. Okay. What other rooms? I mean, do they pick multiple projects? Um, I have a living room spread. Okay. Um, uh, kitchen. There's two kitchens they're going to feature that I've done. The one which is currently we're almost wrapped, but it is this. It is the su- a super cool. Um, kitchen where it has classical details, but it's in a in an urban loft in the mill district, and um, Which I'm waiting on one piece. On there. So I designed this 12 foot tall wine cellar. That's um, uh, and it's going in the space, but it's been six months because you know everything happened. Colby. And it's on mm-hmm. its way finally from California. It didn't get in, involved in the you know the wildfires, unfortunately. Oh, oh. don't start. Fingers crossed. It's so sad, but. Um, it's on its way, and if I can get this all complete and photographs into the publisher, it's going to make the book. And it's like it's the most stunning kitchen. The color is the deepest blue you've ever seen. It looks black mm-hmm. in shadow, but mm-hmm. when light hits it, it's a super deep blue. And there's matte black lock cornu appliances, and it's, really, it's stunning. Really, yeah, I can't wait. Who's the publisher? Can you say that? Um, Intermedia, inter, Intermedia, Intermedia. Okay, not not not. Familiar with them per se, but the book will be out and it will be available. By Christmas. By Christmas. That's what I'm But you can't tell us what it's called. Not yet. Okay. I don't think they've landed on the name yet. I promise you, brother. We will will plug it. When it comes out, you send me a message. I'll send you a book. 
You yes, you should send me a buck. My God, of course you should send me a buck. All right. Well, there it is, my friends. We have drunk our way through yet another episode. On behalf of Habitation, Furnishing, and Design, the District of Dinah, ASID, and Shane Spencer from Spencer Design, among other interactive businesses, I'd like to wish everybody good luck this coming week. And I'll finish with a quote. From George Bernard Shaw, alcohol is the anesthesia by which we endure the operation of life. Good night, I already everybody. forgot it. I already forgot it. It was a good quote. You missed it. <laughs> Rewind. Good night, everybody. Tell you why the day is sunny. I'm in love with lips of honey. Will you see the way she walks? Hey, brother, pour the wine. <laughs> <laughs>